Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. back to this WandaVision special of the Stuff and Things podcast. I am Sam. Joining me, as always, my partner in crime, Stefan. How is it going, sir? Yeah, not too bad, my friend. And you? Yeah, I'm pretty good at the moment. Pretty good. Ah, bloody marvellous, that is. See? Yeah. Uh, for those around the world don't know, that was Welsh, or supposed to be. Um, mate, we, we've... Uh, this is episode seven... Yeah. Of the uh, debut season, possibly only season, I think, of WandaVision. Um, the title of the episode... Was Breaking the Fourth Wall. Correct. Again. Um, <laughs> yeah. This one's actually the title, though. Yeah. Uh, and they do it a lot. Um, so so we'll run through the sort of basics. The sitcom style uh, was Modern Family. Yeah. Um, however, the intro music was like The American Office. Um, mm-hmm. To those in America listening, you just call it the office. Here, it's the American office because, of course, we invented it. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was ours. You yeah. stole it. Yeah, and then they made a hell of a lot more of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the American office, it was very similar, and it's funny because I'd never actually watched that show. Um, a lot of people tell me I should. They think I find it funny, but I haven't. And um, so I didn't. I didn't recognize it. I, I found someone had done a, a TikTok of the intro overlaid with the song they used or the music they used and then the american office and yeah that's that's clearly what they were doing uh yeah i must admit i think i've only seen a couple of episodes of it yeah i've watched our version of it yeah no no yeah i've watched our version of it it was i was too young to kind of get the the jokes though well i've never worked in an office so i was just watching some people mucking around and was like i don't get it no well to be honest with you you watch it now having had the life experience it is eerie yeah you you can like spot every person you've ever worked with in this show. Like, oh, oh that's a worry. I remember that guy was just like this guy, and oh yeah, yeah. one of them, and yeah, no, frightening. Um, but yeah, so so on the one division. I mean, there 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 there's so much stuff again. I mean, we we talked about yeah. it last week, I think, which is just the the shows are so packed. Uh, I think the first thing we will talk about is the fact that. There was a Kevin Hoyt, uh, Feige interview where he basically said that the final three episodes of WandaVision would be an hour each. He bloody lied to us. Or or I think there is an episode 10 that we don't know about. Well, well I was going to say, I mean, there's there's theories then. So there, he, I, I haven't ever heard the interview. I just saw that it got shared everywhere. Mm. You know, oh, Kevin Feige said the last three episodes are an hour each. He could have misspoke and said half hour each, <laughs> or meant half hour each. Could you imagine? No, 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 that's, yeah. that's, that's not what I meant. Yeah, which, which is which would be funny and very easy to miss say in an interview. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, they're an hour, a half hour each. Um, 
because I think the question that was put to him was like, oh, why are the only 20-something minutes you're killing us? These shows are great. And, I, you know, it would have been easy to go, oh, the last three or half hour, you know, it's a bit more, you'll be all right. But, uh, yeah. Um, so when this episode ended, by the way, I was kind of like, what? Yeah, wait a minute. Wait, what, what, where, where is the rest of my episode, sir? I feel jibbed. Um, we, uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Like you mentioned then about a theory. Now I've got a ton listed, so I've got notes for the episode to run through. Yep. And then I have what can only be described as just a ton of theories that are to run through. One of them is obviously the one you've said then, which we'll, we'll do it now. We'll tick this one off the list now because yep. you brought it up. Um, in the opening credits where we have that American office theme, there's loads of cards that come up with the name Wanda on it. Um, I'm told that's a nod to another American show as well, which does the same thing. I, I don't know what that is. I'm just relying on someone telling me that. But <laughs> yeah. in amongst it, there is one, which is a calendar. Yep. And the font of the writing everything's modern family font. Um, and it's got the date of the 10th circled in a heart. Yeah, um, and a lot of people have looked at that and gone, well, Kevin Feige said the last three episodes are an hour each. We've just had episode seven. We've only got nine slated. What if yeah. we've actually got a tenth? And here's a ten, which is then... Now, people have even dug even further than this because the episodes have been released on a Friday. Well, the yeah. 10th of March is a Wednesday. And on the Friday of that week, which is the 12th, uh, there is a making of WandaVision show is going to go live so people oh. are like oh you know perhaps it's just that you know perhaps this they're not going to release a tenth a mystery tenth episode on a on a wednesday when they've done everything on a friday but you know we're comic book fans here people so people have taken an even deeper dive and gone well oh, they do. Yep. hang on because after the blip we we skipped five years forward so this is 2023 that these events are going on and the 10th of March in 2023 just so happens to be a Friday a Friday so people have taken this absolute deep dive wow they are thinking that there is going to be a 10th episode I just think he misspoke (laughs) or this is what I love about things like this because you you look at one thing and you're suddenly in like the ultimate black hole yeah and you can just find literally whatever you want to find you will find it if you look hard enough yeah, it is a real deep dive every week with this show. Um, yeah, see, my theory behind it was purely, we know that the last episode comes out on the 5th of March. Yeah. Yeah, the last episode comes out on the 5th of March, and Loki is only scheduled for March 2021. We haven't got an official start first episode yet. And that was my theory, was purely like, oh, they've said that's going to start in March, and then... I wonder if they're just going to be like, oh, well, actually, instead of starting it on the 12th, we'll start it on the 19th. And there'll be an extra wonder in there somewhere. I don't think Loki's scheduled in March at all. No? No. Um, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon start in March. Of course. So, yeah, no, sorry, you're right. No, I I meant Winter Soldier and Falcon, And, And we have got a date for that. It's the 19th. So yeah, at the so moment, the twelfth is there. So well, the twelfth is when they're doing this documentary, the the making of. So basically, after every film and every show MCU do now in this phase, there is going to be a making of on Disney Plus, exclusive to Disney Plus. So okay. WandaVision, at the moment is scheduled the last episode, the fifth of March. 
Yep. And the 12th, the following Friday, is going to release this making of. And then the 19th, the following Friday, you've got... Um, the next one starts yeah. up. And then that's the 19th, the 26th. And then you go into April the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd. The 30th of April is when they do the making of of that. And, and then, then, yeah, the next week is Loki. May 7th yeah. is apparently going to be Loki. Um, but that's, that's not confirmed yet. But yeah, so scheduling-wise, it, it doesn't appear there's room for a 10th episode. Man, if unless... I just misspoke, I'd be so upset. I mean, it'd be hilarious to me, but you're right. Because <laughs> yeah. because everyone analyses everything. So it's like, you know, yeah. you, you make one misstep and everyone's jumped on it. You're like, oh, damn it. It's, yeah, not, um, what, it's not what I meant. Um, as you showed me yesterday, the guy is an absolute god of the comic nerds. Yeah, yeah, he is. And yeah, he can't miss, just misspeak and be like, oh, sorry, I meant half hour, I said hour, my bad. <laughs> my no! Bad. <clears throat> it would, it, you mean you'd almost like be dragging the actors back right now? Sorry, I said an hour. You need to make more. You need, you need to do more. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Guys. Yeah, so, so sorry. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, episode eight's obviously going to tell us because whether you're going to episode nine or ten, episode eight should be the hour if it's promised. I mean, that that drive the conspiracy theorists even more nuts, wouldn't it? If episode eight is basically an hour long, everyone would just be like, there's going to be ten. There's going to be ten. <laughs> it's actually a 45 minute long episode. Yeah. Really mess with everyone. Yeah, that, that work. That worked well. Um, so let's let's dive into the episode a little bit because yeah. there's a lot of like theory stuff, like I said. But let's go in. Um, one of the things I picked up in in this episode, which is there all along, and a lot of other people picked this up before, so apologies for missing it. Uh, but if you've not seen this, it's actually a really fun thing to go back and watch it and go, oh wow, how did I miss this? The show is filmed in different aspect ratios. What that means is, um, think about, and if you're older, you'll get this. If you're young, you're going to be listening to me thinking, what is this guy talking about? Um, (laughs) When widescreen TV first appeared and things like that, and everyone didn't have a widescreen TV, or at least I certainly didn't, um, and you'd have these boxes around your screen, uh, the aspect ratio was different. You'd be like watching a TV show, and it'd be like they're in a letterbox. You know, they're like black lines at the top and the bottom of the screen. That is in this show. Um... And it is, seems to be they are doing it to show what is reality and what is inside of the hex. So outside of the hex, the screen ratio has got a black border at the top and the bottom of the screen. Yep. Once you enter the hex, that vanishes. And when they're flicking between the two, you, you see it quite predominantly. But what happens in this episode, for example, when you see Monica run into the hex... You see mm-hmm. it gradually vanish, and there's a few other instances as well. When Vision wakes up inside the hex, you see it gradually go because he's sort of coming to inside the hex. Yeah, see, and... I missed this completely until you messaged me and told me about it. Yeah, I didn't even click it. No, I, mean, I was it... just so engrossed in it all. The well, idea that's it. of the lines, I didn't even, not even mention, like... Well, it's the one the one that I noticed, and it, and it is why I then sorry, looked into it, was when Wanda walks down into Agnes's basement at the end, when she enters, like, so she's in the basement, and then when she goes from the basement into this kind of, like, coven, you know, witch's coven place, it, it comes in. The black bars at the bottom and the thing gradually move in to narrow the picture, and I noticed it then. 
And I was like, oh, that's weird. It's like they're making it, you know, I was like, that's odd. And then when I looked into it and realised that's not the only place it is. And, of course, I went online and realised loads of people were talking about it. I was like, oh, wow, okay. This has been in all the episodes. This is an actual thing, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a thing, yeah. Um, and then, of course, I told you and everyone else I know. And then I went straight on to Disney Plus, rewound the episode, and yeah. went, holy hell, yeah. it is. It, it was Agatha there. all along. It was Agatha all along. That's been in my head, dude. I mean, <laughs> that is driving me insane. Um, so, so we've discussed the the styling of this. We discussed, you know, like that, the aspect ratio. The other thing we always sort of pick out and discuss is the commercial. Now, yes. the commercial, the big thing, the word in there says Nexus, and you came straight to me on this, so I'm going to let you run here, my friend. What do you think's the commercial, the, the, the relevance here? Um, did I? Yeah. I, I did. Literally, in my notes, I've written commercial Nexus, Stefan's theory is good, let him explain. Oh, back. One sec, one sec. Talk about yourself, people, talk about yourself. I'm I'm going to WhatsApp. I'm finding it because the theory has gone. Oh, Why no, did that's... I not write this down? Why did all I right, not write right. this well, down? Look, look, look. You're embarrassing yourself now, so I'm, right, I'm right. going to run with it. Um, oh. you, you pointed out to me that in the comics there is a nexus which interlinks all of the multiverse. And it is called the nexus. And there are characters who are nexus beings. And yep. Scarlet Witch is one of them. Yeah, I've embarrassed myself now. And, and the, these people and the nexus of that are is quite a big part of the multiverse. Now, when you think about the fact that you've got uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness coming, we know that Spider-Man yep. 3 is breaking down the multiverse as well, and obviously WandaVision is in the process of doing that. Um, it is quite kind of clear that that's what this commercial's about. There is another theory, which I've got at the end, so stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so that, that appeared to be pretty clear. I, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad you came up with that, mate. I'm really, really pleased. Yeah, I've, I've just found... Yeah, I did. I sent it to you. The Nexus is a cross-dimensional gateway which provides a pathway yeah. to any and all possible realities. Yeah. This includes realities between realities. It is unknown whether it is created by a being or if it's just in one place in the entire universe where all realities intersect. Yeah, yeah. God dang it! I could have made myself really clever, and what did I do? Not put it in my notes. Yeah, yeah. Moving on, moving on. Yeah. Um. So let's start by talking about Vision and Darcy. Um. Vision and Darcy. So Vision kind of wakes up inside the hex, sees Darcy, who's now an escape artist, which really made me laugh because obviously she'd been handcuffed to that truck. Yeah. Um. All the clowns are running around the former sword agents. Um, yeah. Vision's trying to talk to her. He, he does this thing, and it was really quite comedic. Like we locked eyes, you know, we had a moment, me and you. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and then he wakes her. <clears throat> she makes uh, a, a quite a funny throwaway quip about, "I really wanted a cameo in this show." Yeah, uh, which I liked. Yeah, I really wanted to be in it. I mean, not like this, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like that. Um, she tells him everything. Um, they basically get in this kind of truck, which is now an ice cream snack thing, and start heading back to Vision's house. And... After Darcy lands a heck of a sucker punch on the the leader. Yeah, that's always needed. Um, <laughs> but she's telling him everything, and once again, it shows that he has no memory of any yeah. of this. 
So I've I've written down the question: Why do we think that is? Because he's dead. I don't know. Um, it is because he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. No, I've got it in my notes. Why does he not remember anything at all? Like, there's no. Has she rewritten his brain? Has Has Agatha rewritten his brain, or what do is you it think? a case of he's dead? This is not something I've seen anywhere. This is just me off the top of my head. When Vision was in Wakanda, Shuri was trying to separate the stone from yep. Vision. What do you think to the kind of mindset that she was able to do that to a certain extent? You know, so Vision in the body without the stone to a certain extent was separated and kind of isolated. And so when the stone was destroyed, there was still a bit of Vision left, although he was deactivated. We know through this episode and the stuff that's been revealed that Sword and Hayward weren't weren't decommissioning Vision, weren't just like locking him down and keeping him there. They were trying no. to reactivate him. Yeah, they want him as a weapon. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. In, in some form or another, they are trying to manipulate that technology, trying to bring him back online. Um, <clears throat> it could well be, to, to my way of thinking, that there is part of Vision in there, but there is a part missing because obviously a part was destroyed. You know, again, I, I re-watched the scene in Wakanda and, and Shuri and uh, I think it's um, Bruce Banner are talking about it. They're like, look, you know, he's a complex mess of Ultron, Banner, Tony, you know, yeah. the he's stone. Yeah, of everyone. Yeah, if you, Jarvis, if you take the stone away, there's a good chance there's a lot of vision left yep. and i'm thinking that this is what it is there is a lot of him left a lot of this consciousness left but he's kind of missing chunks because part of him was destroyed does that make sense so he's kind of he's there in personality and body but the memory yeah. the memories were destroyed with yeah. the stone yeah makes part, sense. part of him was destroyed so he's kind of like you know i i know who i am kind of i know what i do but i don't really get why this is happening or really understand who that is yeah but the thing that's kind of uh i'm gonna sound a, a little bit uh teenage girly here but the thing that's kind of nice is the fact these character is very much in love with wanda um darcy yep. even says you know for all the stuff that's going on and things you're guessing i've i've watched she says i've watched wandavision now for weeks and you guys you know the love's real um yeah so that, that's kind of like a, you know, his memories of things have gone, and surely that would mean his memories of her have gone. But he he still feels this unbelievable connection to her, so he, it's like he doesn't question anything else. My only of, worry with that is that if it was Scarlet Witch herself has actually planted that into yeah, her, she reanimated. Yeah. That's my because that could go from a really nice scene, like oh wow, yeah, yeah. she actually does. That's awesome to all of a sudden a bit of a, oh, that's really dark and twisted. Like, ooh. No, I agree. And there's also the aspect of why can't he leave the hex? Because yeah. if he, if you look at everything else that's within inside the hex, like when the, if it's leave forced out or whatever, yeah. like her clothes, Monica's clothes remained as they were, etc., etc., so why when Vision left, did he just start breaking down, like, you know, everything? So yeah. there's definitely more to it. There's definitely something there um, hopefully we'll do. There was a little weird nod in this episode, and I don't know if you picked up on it. In the van, the keys were hidden on a hula girl. 
Up the hula girl's skirt, yeah. Now, the hula girl uh, keys thing, um, anyone who watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. will possibly remember that every time Coulson saw that, he'd say, it reminds him of Tahiti, and Tahiti's a magical place. Yeah. And it just, it just felt like a real nod, because, of course, anyone who watched that will know that Coulson died and was brought back to life. And he was implanted with a false memory of a place called... T- well, a real place, but it'll be on holiday in Tahiti. And every time someone would say it to him, he'd say, oh, yeah, Tahiti, yeah, it's a magical place. I and love people- that. So clever. <laughs> and and so that, that kind of... You think about magic being thrown in there, being brought back from the dead. Uh, it's such a... And it is the same thing. It's someone did a side-by-side of the actual thing. It is the same one. So that is a complete... Easter egg bomb, almost, you know. (laughs) Um, Like I said, the pair of them are driving, and she's told him everything, and Vision's kind of like, so I was Ultron, and I wanted to murder everyone, (laughs) but I was also this guy called Jarvis. Uh, uh, I mean, (laughs) basically, uh, Darcy's tried to explain it. We all know you need the guy from Ant-Man to explain things. Oh, that is like possibly my favourite mean thing going around at the moment. Yeah, yeah. We we all need someone to explain WandaVision to us. We know the guy. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, that'd be two minutes of absolutely incredible television? It, it would. It really would. Um, now the pair of them keep getting stopped on the journey, and Vision thinks it's Wanda. Um, and we have this because we have this thing which is like the modern family setting where they talk to the camera. It's yep. kind of like a mockumentary style. We have this really funny scene where he sat talking to them like, I am not amused, Wanda's doing this. And yep. then he's like, what the hell am I doing talking? To you? What the hell am I doing? Yep. Takes takes the microphone off, storms off, and then like flies out of the van. Darcy's like, okay, I'll just meet you there then. All right, okay, cool. Um... Yeah, but Darcy is awake. So she's inside the hex, but he's left her awake. I think it's the right term. So she's trying yeah. to drive there. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'll catch you up! Um, Monica and Agent Wu then. So Darcy managed to get this email out before she was pulled into the hex. Yeah. The email basically lets them know, which they already knew, that Hayward was not a good dude, really. No. Um, and so they've gone off to meet someone. Now... I feel awful for the poor woman actress who Monica then goes and meets because basically she's now a meme with the most disappointing thing we've seen in Marvel for years. Yeah, it's um, gonna be Richard Reed. Yeah. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Who's this woman? What, which what? which is pu- oh. which is which is purely not on her or anything. And it is no. cruel because they have hinted massively aerospace engineer when she took the phone call there was a four in the style of the fantastic four written next to her people have analyzed this and were convinced she was on her way to meet reed richards and we were about to get the fantastic four origin almost in the mcu um but she doesn't she runs into like a small military unit um a woman who, whose name's already gone clean out of my head, but like they meet up. And it's I, not Reeds, so and I, not. yeah, I was just kind of saying, <laughs> "No, what?" Well, actually, my my first reaction was, "Oh no, the internet's gonna melt. They've gender swapped." Do you know what I mean? Oh I was god, like, can oh, you no. imagine? It's it's gonna be like a, a woman Rochelle Richards and a Richard. male invisible man. I was like, "Oh no, we're about to see we're about to see a nerd meltdown where they're are fighting their inner." No, it's not right, but it's kind of okay. But no, it's not right. 
I was like, this Could is going to break. This is going to break a lot of people. But then I, I checked the like the uniform names. There wasn't anything on there like Richard. So I was like, oh, okay, it's just yeah. They've set us up, and I was laughing as well. I was kind of laughing at myself, like, oh wow, they have got us on a string here. Yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, they, it, they don't tell us who made the machine. No, no, no. That's they very were delivering true. it. Yeah. So there is still that little part of me that goes, it was made by you're, you're still hopeful. I mean, I've written down here, met up with a team, not read Richard's, boo. <laughs> uh, but they do have a vehicle to try and break through. It doesn't work. It doesn't work no. in a quite hilarious way. They sort of slam into it. Um, and then the hex starts to change the vehicle, it like breaks the vehicle down, yeah. and then launches it. You know, she Monica manages to jump out. The vehicle gets kind of launched backwards. Half of it is still this kind of like moon rover. The other half appears to be an ugly brown van. Yeah, <laughs> you, I love did that. Did you pick oh, up on that? Yeah, here's a pickup truck and the rest of your car. Yeah. Well, it looks like the van from Ant Man. I thought the ugly brown van. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Um. But yeah, so Monica's then stood there and Agent Wu's like, oh no, Monica, you okay? And she's like looking at him and he's like, no, no. Don't do it. (laughs) She's like, I can make it. And Monica runs into the hex. Now, we already knew that her cells were being rewritten. Uh, The comic book arc for Monica Rambo shows she becomes a very powerful uh, superhero in her own right. Photon. Photon, yeah, spot on, my friend. Yes. And this is it happening. She pushes herself through the hex, and you hear the the clips from Captain Marvel, like talking to her. And there's a line from Nick Fury. She goes, "I want to go to space." Nick Fury goes, "Well, maybe if you end up, you can glow." And with that, boom, she her becomes, eyes glow and everything. Yeah, yeah, she becomes photon and enters the hex. Now, also, what I really liked about this, yeah, is that if you get a picture up on like. Google or other search engines are available. Yeah. Um, of Photon. Yeah. And you compare that to what Monica is wearing. Yeah. It's so close to her actual costume. Yeah. Bang it's on, incredible. Brother. Yeah. No, absolutely. My my friend Kaylee, who I'm going to mention again because she she's been sending me theories and stuff all week, um, is basically pointed out to me like a side by side, like like you've said of like. Yeah. I am going to point out here, and I do think it's worth making a mention, whenever I look at these comic book versions of these characters, and the female ones especially, um, comic book artists were a bit lonely, I think. They were very pervy. Very pervy. See, see, I said lonely to try and be polite. No, never. Yeah, this this is kind of like... They're all very skinny, big boobs, wearing the tightest costume possible. Yeah. It's like... I understand. Maybe baggy clothes were harder to draw back then. I don't understand. <laughs> I have no idea. But <laughs> I was going to make a joke about not being able to draw feet, but that's just because I watched Deadpool again the other day. Um, <clears throat> so we see uh, Photon arrive to confront Wanda. Yeah. Um, Wanda does not want to hear it. Um, mm-hmm. she, but she blasts her away. But because Photon is now got powers, she hits a superhero landing. People superhero landing. Oh, it's tough on the knees. It is. It's, it's so it's so bad for the knees. Uh, but she lands it, and I've written down here, superhero landing from Photon, cementing her new status as a superhero. Bring it yeah, on. Yeah, she is. Um, and she then seems to be getting through to Wanda for me. She seems to be 
getting her to listen. It's like Wanda's kind of a little bit taken aback, like, oh, Monica, you're now, you, you what's going on here? Yeah. Um, but she's saying to her about Hayward, and she appears to be listening. And with that, Agnes appears. Yeah. Agnes sees this out the window. Agnes grabs her. Agnes takes her off. Um, me and you have speculated for a few, you know, since the beginning, really, what role does Agnes have? I I picked up early on that Agnes seems to be an amalgamation of Agatha, you know, Harkness is a character I sort of knew of, and then everyone in the world's kind of been talking about it non-stop. But when we talked last week with the Halloween episode, we were kind of like, you know, what is she? Is she just kind of like a neutral party agent of chaos? Like, I'm a witch and I just love messing with people. Um, is she genuinely a bad person in this you know remember the episode where vision woke the guy at the office and he kept shouting make her stop make her stop and we were like you know that could be yeah you know that could be a real misdirect there you know he hasn't says make wanda stop make your wife stop no make her you know it could be agatha the only person that actually says it is wanda yeah he's agatha Agatha. yeah yeah yeah, you're bad agnes Yeah, absolutely spot on. So we, me, me and thee were kind of like, okay, we're we're a bit sus. When she grabbed her and walked off, I was like, that cements it for me. That was she spotted someone getting through to her and was like, nope, no, no, you're not ruining my plan. Yeah. Um, and she even gave her a look, which later on, uh, when she reveals herself as Agatha Harkness, she has a very different look on her face. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and watch the episode now, she actually has that look and gives it to, to Photon. Gives like, it to Monica. Off. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like she breaks character. Yeah. Um, which is which is great. Uh, really, really good detail put in. Um, now, Agnes has taken Wanda away. Now, now Agnes appeared in the episode earlier on because... Um, we got this modern family style. Uh, basically, Wanda's not having a good day. Um, she's having a bad case of the Mondays. Yeah. Um, because she's uh, you know, had a had a rage moment and accidentally was she accidentally or purposely? I think it might have been purposefully extended the dimensions of the. She, I can't remember what she says. I've accidentally or purposely extended the walls of the fake world I created. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, one, you're fully aware of that then. You know, you are yeah. fully aware of this is fake. <laughs> you are I mean, 100%. Knows, yeah. yeah. So, you you know, you are 100% aware of what the hell is going on. Uh, but she's having this bad day and basically oh, the go. powers it's are messing up. It's letting our fear and anger get the best of us, intentionally expanding the borders of the false yeah. world we created. Bang on. Thanks, brother. Thanks for looking that up. Okay. Um... So she's having this weird thing where she's walking around her house and her and her two kids are like, uh, our game's messing up. And basically they've got like PlayStation controllers that turn into like old fashioned Atari controllers yeah. and stuff. And then they've got like a card game in their hands. The TV's changing. She walks into the kitchen and she like gets uh, almond milk out. By the time she's turned around with the cereal, by the way, called Sugar Snaps, the snap. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so by the time she's turned around with the cereal, it's gone to just regular dairy. Then it's gone from being in a carton with a missing child on, by the way, and that's prominent. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes a bottle, like old fashioned. So it's like all of these realities she's created the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, 80s, all of these kind of sitcom styles we've seen, she's now unable to control it. 
using her powers to expand it perhaps has pushed it to a kind of a breaking point. Yeah. Um, but she she just doesn't seem to care. She's like, just pours the milk in and she sniffs it to make sure the milk's still okay, which cracks me up. And then just goes and sits down eating her cereal with the kids like really freaked out. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I don't understand this one, but I'm confused. Yeah, um, so Agnes kind of rocks up in her sitcom-y role. I mean, I've written down here, it's a very sitcom style. Like, oh, you know, I'll let the, take the kids away. You have, you need a break. Um, and it, it's all very sitcom style. You're not really going to read too much into that. But when she's got the kids, there is this moment um, with uh, it was Wiccan. I can't remember which one of the boys it is, but the, the boy who's got the power is Wiccan. Um, yeah. he says about how loud it is all the time, and it's obviously like one that you can hear people in his mind. Uh, but he's like, oh, but when I'm with you, Agatha, you know, I can't. You know, it's nice, it's quiet. Yeah. Um, which, again, points to her being not fully in the hex, if that makes sense. It's like she's different to everyone else there. Um. There's a fun theory. Do you want to hear a fun theory? I think it's mental, but if it turns out to be true, okay. Go on. Do you want to... The fun theory is Doctor Strange is already there. Doctor Strange is already on site and in the hex. Would you like to know where a load of people think Doctor oh, Strange I've is? I've seen this. Go on. Yeah. People believe Doctor Strange arrived, confronted Agatha, and Agatha turned him into a rabbit. And that's why she walks around with this rabbit in a cage. I'm like, I, Doctor Strange has got to be stronger. I I, I am that. personally not 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 invested in that. I I I don't know. It's one of those things where it's funny. It's like a real could be a real kind of funny thing. But I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure that happened. Doctor Strange being stronger. I mean, Agatha Harkness has been around for a long time. Powerful mystic arts kind of creature. Yeah. And if she's got some support in this, which a lot of people think she has, then I, I don't know. But, you know, if if every time we saw the rabbit, it was caged, I yeah. would kind of go, okay, maybe. But, you know, the rabbit's been out with the kids and stuff, and she's, like, doing, you know, there's even a scene here where the rabbit's on one of the kids' laps. Yeah. If that's Doctor Strange, surely he makes a beeline at that point, you know? Yeah. Uh, or or the kid who can read minds with his power is going to go, that's weird, this rabbit's screaming, help me. Yeah, why um, is this rabbit talking to me? Yeah, in English, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I like it, though. I love the fact that people are for this. I love the fact that people are so invested in creating everything in the show, like, must mean something. Yeah. Uh, there is there is a moment now. So so she like I said, Agnes goes and gets Wanda. Okay, so Agnes has been looking after the twins. She goes and gets Wanda. She brings her back to the house. Wanda sits down. She's talking to her, and Wanda suddenly has this moment where she realizes there's a kids program on the TV. There's two half-eaten sandwiches like plates on the table, but her twins aren't there. Yeah. And she asks Agnes, like, where are they? Where are the boys? And while she's having this kind of realization, the rabbit is to her right. Yeah, which again, you know, is eating into this theory people have got. But to her left, there's this weird fly which they really focus on. Yeah. Would you like to hear the theory on the fly? Oh, god. So the fly, uh, there's there's tons actually because people have actually gone as far as identifying what kind of fly it is. So it's not <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp appearing in the quantum. <clears throat> no. <laughs> 
No, it is when Mephisto, which is rumored to be the big bad guy who basically is the devil. Yes, yeah, like he the is the devil. Yeah. The time, the first time Mephisto appeared in any comic book, his first appearance, yeah. he was a fly. Oh. The first time he was seen, he was he was a fly that then trans, you know, transformed. So a lot of people have gone. Well, this is the biggest hint yet of what's wow. coming. Doctor Strange and Mephisto in the same scene. Potentially, <laughs> <laughs> if if you buy into both theories, yeah. I mean, there is another theory on the rabbit, which I'll come to. You'll like the next one. Yeah. Um. So Wanda goes. Uh. I think. Uh. uh Agnes says, "Oh, the kids are in the basement playing." So Wanda takes a wander down there. Um. Once she's down there, she starts getting this really uneasy feeling. She's investigating. She can't find the boys, the and then she finds is widening this or narrowing. This bang on yeah yeah. and we we realize because of that we are no longer inside the hex yeah and she enters this room and it is like a witch's cover and it's hexagonal which has been a real pattern that's repeated including the shape of the the hex as well and her bed sheets at the beginning of the episode yep spot on and it's a real recurring theme um there's you know the kind of uh, stuff on the wall look very demonic and then there is a book yeah. And a book that is glowing. And it's a style of book we've all seen before. Um, it's a style of book we've seen in the film Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have taken a deep dive and gone, oh, wow, I rewatched Doctor Strange and there's a book missing. Yeah, th- that's explained in the film. Yeah. <laughs> the bad guys in that film steal a book. <laughs> yeah. So so there, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot in that. But It's one of those, come on, remember the films, people. Yeah. Come on. So... A lot of pe- this is a difficult one, and it's not difficult because a lot of people have said this book is called the Darkhold. Yeah. Now the Darkhold book makes perfect sense to be involved. It's a book that allows you to conjure things, you know, w- what you want. Right. Um, and if you were to, I want my love of my life back from the dead. The Darkhold's going to do it for you. This is like one of the mystic books. Um, okay. The fact that Agatha's got it, uh, the fact that Wanda appears to have used it in this, or perhaps Agatha's the one who's used it, I don't know. Yeah. Now, anyone who watched Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so this is another reference to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in this episode, the Darkhold was a big storyline in, in a whole season, maybe two seasons of that show. And it's kind of was dealt with. Now, one of the things that someone has pointed out recently is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the first two seasons run co-currently with the MCU and then just went on a real tangent. Yeah. Well, well, apparently Kevin Feige no longer considers Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon. So he now treats it as if it's part of the Fox property. It's kind of like... This happened, but it was in an alternate timeline. See, that's a shame because I liked how well that worked. I like a bit seasons, and I think that's where the problem is because yeah. they then the writers then took it in this direction where they didn't want to be beholden. And it was it is true though because like I remember when uh, Captain America two came out, yeah. I was watching Agents of Shield, and I had to stop watching. Because I hadn't seen Captain America two yet, yes. So, so I never watched. Fell yeah, and... 
yeah, so I never watched any episode. I had them all recorded. When I finally had the chance to go watch the film, then I was able to finish the series. Yeah. And it was, I think from their point of view, it was kind of like, you know, having them so well connected was actually becoming a hindrance, you know, not, not a good thing because the ratings were plummeting. Yeah. People were going to watch it on watch again, you know, we're going to catch up, but the actual yeah. live ratings of the show would plummet after they'd have like a big event. So um, they took it in another direction. So the Darkhold has been dealt with in, in the MCU technically. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not going to be the Darkhold here because I do think they're possibly just going to treat agents like that's an alternate timeline. Yeah. There is another book that a lot of people have mentioned called the Necronomicon. The okay. Necronomicon quite literally is about resurrecting the dead. And again, so that would fit. It's, it's, yeah, again, it's it's a it's a mystic book, um, not to be confused with the one from the Evil Dead series. <laughs> if anyone, if anyone's seen those films, um, but yeah, so wanders down there looking confused, and then we get the big reveal. Agnes walks in. I'm Agatha Harkness. You didn't think you were the only magical girl in town, did you? And I Which can just cackle. imagine. Sam is sat there going, Yeah, I told you so! Yes! I, yes! I, I, had, I had a moment. I, I mean, to be honest with you, by this point, I was convinced anyway. Yeah. The, the reveal, I think we all the, were by now. Yeah, yeah. The, the reveal wasn't such a kind of like, Yes, I was right! More just a kind of, I know! Get on with it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so she revealed who she was. We got to see her magic and the colour of her magic. You know, Wanda's always red. Agatha's always purple. So... Yeah. That that was interesting. That was kind of, and she kind of messes with Wanda. You know, she does that, and you see Wanda's eyes go. And I, it's going to be interesting to know if that is kind of like she's been controlling Wanda, or she's about to control Wanda. We're we're about to to find that out ourselves. Yeah. Um. But we that's the end of the episode, and I was like, what? I was promised an hour. What the? Where's my another forty minutes? Yeah. Now, me and you have joked about this, and Marvel, the people behind this show, you're a cruel, mocking people. Yeah. We are episode seven of a nine-episode series that we know of. Mm-hmm. For the first six episodes, the credits go on forever, but there's nothing in them. Yeah. And everyone's watched them and gone, oh, what? Okay, all right, fine. You're just going to thank every voiceover artist from every country in the damn world, but you're not going to give us an extra scene. Yep. The only reason, and I mean the only reason I started the credits playing, is because I was typing a message to you, having <laughs> finished watching it. And so I'm literally, it's playing in the background, I'm typing a message to you, like, ah, yeah, you know, it's Agatha all along, that bloody song, by yeah. the way. And if you listen to the end of this episode, you're going to get to hear it again. <laughs> but I, I was I was just like, ah, so I was sending you this message. And then it came on. We had a mid-credit scene. Um, it's the mid-credit scene there. is Monica trying to get into the house. She finds like an entrance, yeah, and she's like looking at it. And then we see Petro or Snooper's Quicksilver. Gonna snoop. Snooper's gonna snoop, and that's it. The end. And I'm like, what? Yeah, what? Um, my friend. That's kind of the episode. That's that's obviously the main crux yeah. of the episode. We know that Vision's hurtling his way back to the house to try. And, yeah. So he's on his way that into that area because she's next door. So he's on his way. We don't know where the kids are. 
No. Which, is, which, if you know the comic book arc this is based on, is very worrying. Very worrying indeed, yeah. Um, we, we, yeah, there, there's just so much there. And so I've got just a list of bullet points of stuff now, which is like theories and other points that have been picked up, uh, that I've picked up and others as well. I've Are got ready? a couple myself. I'll tell you what, you go first then, because <clears throat> I've talked a lot. So, just a couple of real fun things that I thought of. Yeah. So there is a registration number on Wanda's license plate. Okay. In the in the opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one two two eight two two. Yep. Stanley was born on December the twenty eighth, nineteen twenty two. Spot on. So real nice little nod there. Yep. Um, what was the other one? I, there was another one that I saw that I really liked. This is the first episode in fa- in which Wanda and Vision have not shared a scene together. Yeah, yeah, true. Which I thought was like, ooh. Yeah. And the last one I saw, and now I've got to find it. It'll be really annoying if I can't. Oh, <laughs> so there's two more. So there's two more. Okay. So the Agents of Sword have been changed into the circus performers. Yep. Did you see the logo on the cars and the acronym where it's changed? Oh, no. No, I didn't. What the is Spectacular it? World of Rapturous Diversions. Fantastic. That's great. No, I never even noticed that. I didn't either, but I have luckily I searched online and found some bits. Ah, that's really funny. I like and that And the reason Darcy is so happy to punch the, uh, the clown... Is because yeah. it was Agent Monty who refused to help Darcy with her equipment or give her any coffee. <laughs> the, well, the, you deserved a good right hand then. Yeah. Definitely. They're my little, my little fun bits from the episode. Right, you ready? You ready okay. for this then? Let's go with theory time. In the show, someone tells Hayward that the TV signal, the WandaVision, has stopped. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I will tell you. Go on. You will note that uh, Darcy discovers this signal on an old-fashioned television, and she tells everyone, go get me an old-fashioned TV so we can watch it. In the 2000s, which is when this episode set, everything went digital. So that old-fashioned signal stopped. And therefore, the reason why they're not able to watch it anymore is because that has changed. Now, if Darcy was there, Darcy would have told him because Darcy is smart. Darcy would have been like, get a digital telly. But yeah, they are now unable to watch what's going on because of this change and they don't have Darcy there to point it out to them. Um, so that's what's going on that's there. That's clever. We have a mid credit scene. Yep. We never had one in the first six episodes. No. Marvel MCU started in the 2000s. What started in the 2000s when they did it? End credit scenes. Yep. So the first one we get is when the episode is set in that time period that they began it. Oh. Yeah, loving this. Yeah. Have you got the Quicksilver one? Uh, What Quicksilver one? The, the reference between who is Quicksilver and why he appears where he does. No. So Quicksilver appeared in the 80s version of the sitcom. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas Quicksilver's biggest Mm. role to date was in Apocalypse, which was set in the 80s. In the 90s, yeah, in the 1980s, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, no, I did have that one. Um, The delivery driver guy. 
Yes. We've seen this guy in a few episodes. I think it's three in total where he's played like a delivery guy yep. in this one. But previously he's been like the postie because obviously, you know, old fashioned times. Yeah. Now he plays like a kind of Amazon UPS delivery guy. Yeah. Um, he has a rabbit on his hat and the company he works for is called Presto. Like, you know, hey, hey Presto. Presto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, keep an eye on that guy. I'm not. I'm not trusting that guy. He, there's something. He's been one of these characters that's shown up a couple of times that makes you go, "Okay, that's one appearance too many to be a no one." <clears throat> so keep an eye on that guy. Um, also, do you remember the episode early on? Uh, Wanda's gone to this woman's house, and Agnes says, "There, oh, she runs the whole town." And then Wanda has this kind of weird interaction with her and it gets interrupted by the radio, you know, help oh, me Wanda, yeah, yeah. help help me Wanda. She's in that scene as well where we see that delivery guy. Um, we don't, we've not had anything more about her at all, but the fact she was once referenced with she runs the whole town. Yeah. There's led to a, a real fan theory that perhaps she is also a magical creature a witch in this um and there is a character who uses predominantly yellow magic so like i said earlier on you've got wanda red uh agnes agatha yeah purple and this particular character people are theorizing always uses yellow okay this character in the show yellow if you go back and watch is everywhere yeah but the biggest thing is the flowers Wanda's flowers around her house, no matter what the type of flower is, is red. Yeah. Agnes's house, no matter what the type of flower, is purple. This woman, in this scene where we see the delivery guy and everyone, and everything kind of stops, her flowers she's attending are yellow. Oh. So keep an eye out for that. That's something else for all of us to keep an eye on, you know, with our many eyes that we have to watch this show with. If you watch this episode once, you miss so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I ain't going to tell people how many times I've watched it. <laughs> the next one. The next one. Yeah. In the comics, Agatha Harkness has a son. Her son's name is Nicholas Scratch. Ah, the Senor name Scratchy. Of, the name of her rabbit is... Senor, Senor Scratchy. Yeah. Could just, could just be a fun nod. Could be that her son's a rabbit. Who knows? <laughs> if her son's a rabbit, you've really got to ask the question of who the father is. Yeah, definitely got hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's got hair. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Took me a minute. Um, the next that one, I know, I know you're gonna love this because I've already messaged it to you yeah. and you loved it. Oh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Now, people, this is where we're gonna have to really, you know, don't go cross-eyed with this. This works. Spider-Man: Far From Home is set eight months. After people are snapped back. Yeah. division is a matter of weeks. In the episode where Monica returns the sword, Hayward says it's been three weeks since people come back. You're the first to report in. Yeah. So we know we are looking at weeks to a month to two months for the events of WandaVision. Yep. And Spider-Man Far From Home was eight months. Anyone who's watched Far From Home recently will have a kind of, oh, wow, you're right moment right now, which is one of the teachers, whilst they are away in Europe, and all of these things keeps happening, blames all of the events on something. What does he blame it on, my friend? It's the witches! 
Yeah. If you watch Spider-Man Far From Home, the guy constantly says, it's witches, we're back to witchcraft, this is witches. He searches the history of witchcraft on his phone. Yep. If this is eight months past everyone returning and WandaVision happened before that, there is a very good chance that the world is aware of witches. And (laughs) this reference in Spider-Man Far From Home, which we all just laughed at, her witchcraft, funny guy. Yeah, is actually a genuine fear that he has because of what has happened. So so clever. So, do you think with this right? Do you, me and you have joked about this. Could this actually be another case of just in the script someone wrote? Oh, he's blaming it on witchcraft. That's funny. And then Marvel have done this, and people have made that link. And Kevin Feige again is sat back and going, "Yeah, I meant it. Yep, yeah. <clears throat> totally meant that. Totally, totally." Well, I'm trying to work out in my head, like how far do you reckon they pre-plan everything? Uh, it's quite far. Because I'm like, um, it I... genuinely, like genuinely, he could have turned around and gone, "Right, so far from home's going to come out." I think the making of show for this is going to be fascinating because if they talk about the planning and the phases and the interlinking of everything, which they must reference, yeah, it'd be fascinating. It really will be because there's if they go, gonna, there's going to be they a might back sell it. You know, like oh, yeah. we've had this film and in the film he said this, so we decided, oh yeah, we're going to use that. What's going to be it, great is Kevin Feige going to be sat in a chair and there'll be someone talking again. So obviously, there's yeah. the reference there between the. Uh, the Spider-Man film yeah. and then WandaVision. He's just going to be sat there with a big smile on his face like, yeah, yes. yeah, I, I, totally. yeah, I did that. Yeah. Totally meant that. Totes meant it. Turns and um, winks at a different camera. Yeah, yeah. The, the next one, which is the second theory for Nexus and the reference to Nexus, everybody knows due to the cast list that James Spader the voice of Ultron is in the cast list for WandaVision. Yep. So we know at some point we might have a uh, an appearance of Ultron, or we're definitely going to hear his voice. Yeah. Now, there's so many facets and reasons why that could happen. Of course, the fans are theorizing because there's a comic book arc where, and we discussed this last week, where Ultron actually survived the Age of Ultron events and got escaped, and he was still around. Mm-hmm. Now, in the Age of Ultron, there's a scene with Nicholas Fury... Uh, explaining to the team that Ultron's in the internet, he's trying to access missile codes. So he talked to his friends at the Nexus. The Nexus is actually a term in real life for a hub for the internet. It's kind of like a a super highway junction, if you like, for the whole of the internet. And it is controlled and run, and the company is Nexus. Now... It is a pretty far... I think the theory you have makes a lot more sense with the cross-dimensional and, you know, the multiverse. Yeah. But again, there, there's layers to this. that It could well be a reference to Ultron. So, again, keep your eyes on it. Yeah, yeah it's very, very possible. Ultron yeah. wouldn't have died in the events of Age of Ultron because he was all through the internet. Yeah, there is a very real chance his consciousness survived. Or there's a very real chance that his consciousness was separated from Vision in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going down a rabbit hole now. Here comes the black holes, here we go. Um, The next one is, you know you talked about how on the license plate with Wanda written on it there was Stan Lee's date of birth. Yeah. 
in amongst that opening credits, there's another one of these Wanda things that flashes up, and it says, I know what you are doing, Wanda. Oh. Now, in amongst all of these, it was just like, Wanda, Wanda, every now and again, it would zoom in and would make it capitalized. It would zoom in and make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And if you were thinking a bit of like, Wanda, 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 like someone's trying to shout at her. Yep. I know what you are doing. It actually feels like, you know, when we had that radio, when Wu was trying to communicate with her? Yep. This Wanda title sequence feels like someone is trying to communicate with her. This is completely me now. I've not seen this anywhere. This is I mean, people are talking about the card that says, I know what you were doing, Wanda, because everyone's like, what? What's that? That's weird. It's literally on the screen for a second. When you watch the sequence, you have to literally record it, slow it to, to pick up on it. <laughs> they flick it through. Yep. Yeah, but I know what you are doing, Wanda, is a very strange and kind of sinister thing to be in there without any meaning. So again, that's got to be something. Could it be Doctor Strange? Could it be Doctor Strange trying to communicate with her? Um, The the biggest rumour around at the moment about the show is if it is Mephisto, this big character, which, by the way, is a... Thanos level threat. It yep. is a big. This is literally going right. Thanos was all of phase one, two, three. You know, into four. Yeah. And now this guy, we are setting this up for this whole next phase or whatever. It is Mephisto. If you're gonna do that, you're gonna need to cast somebody with a certain level to to play this character. Oh yeah. There is a rumor flying around, and the rumor is purely off the back of Paul Bettany basically having a hero in acting someone he's never worked with and has done an interview saying he got to work with one of his heroes in this someone that nobody realizes is going to show up yeah um the rumor is playing mephisto in wandavision will be al pacino which is a huge name that would be insane that would be absolutely and of course al pacino mephisto like i said is like the devil al pacino has played the devil before um uh, possibly a couple of times, but yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fascinating to me what what comes next because you know it might not even be Mephisto. <laughs> you know yeah. we've got no idea. Um, or certainly name wise, I mean Al Pacino. That would probably be the biggest name to come into the MCU. Uh, certainly, right up there. You know, I mean, you look at even Robert Downey Jr. When he got cast as Iron Man, he was kind of a washed up alcoholic, kind of in trouble. <laughs> resurrected his career as Iron Man. Yeah, you know, um, Chris Hemsworth wasn't massive when he took on the first Thor role. Right? No, you're right. They're the, all the, characters the... that have been built up because of their roles. Yeah, even this um, would be Brie Larson. Brie yeah. Larson's been around for a long time, done a lot Won of things, an Oscar. won an yeah. Oscar, but hasn't really been a mega mega superstar in terms of her own films. Got nope. Captain Marvel, and now so to bring in someone with a name like. Absolutely, that's incredible. Uh, it really would be. It really would be. So, um, it's it's going to be fun to see if that's true. I mean, I'd, see, I'd the only, love that. To be the true. only problem I have, yeah, and it is the only thing I've got here is that so we've already discussed this happens just after the snap or the blip, yeah, and then Spider Man is eight months later, yeah. Why is nobody mentioning the Devil eight months later when you've well, got those? Um, elementals that are coming out the ground and you've got all of those 
somewhere down the line. It would greatly depend if if he's known. You know, nobody knew Thanos was running everything. People knew that Loki attacked New York. Nobody knew Thanos sent him. That is very true, actually. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Because that was my only concern. was like, you have all these elemental things happening. Yeah. And they've come from another planet and destroyed another planet. If there'd been a throwaway line anywhere from, like, God, it's like the work of the devil. Yeah. And now we have Mephisto. I'd be sitting there going, oh, my God. But you're right. <laughs> because of Thanos not really becoming known until very near the end of the phase. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad, glad we're on board. Um yeah. So my last my last one then, which ties into Loki, the series you mentioned. Yes. Um, I watched a YouTube analysis of the Loki um trailer, which has been released. Okay. Um, uh, because I was I was kind of confused because in this trailer I've seen it. He's like a prisoner, and I'm like, where is he? Because it looks like he's on Earth, surrounded by humans, but he can't be because we saw him took take the tesseract and off he went. Yeah. And. His prisoner kind of jumpsuit, he's got a collar on, looks like a power dampening collar, like from the X-Men, but yeah. know, obviously different. Um, But it's got TVA written on his uniform. Yes. I, I have no idea what that reference was at all, but I'm watching this and they've gone in the comics. Yeah. There is a, a an authority called the Time Variance Authority. They are a group of people who monitor the timeline. Okay. He has obviously tinkered with time somewhat, and if he nicked the Tesseract, you know the little mischievous git probably had more plans. Yeah. This TVA were set up to monitor Nexus beings. Ah. Nexus beings, people who can change time, reality, stuff like that. It feels like there's going to be a tie-in. It feels like there's going to be something that links the two. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah. But that's just that's just something. The fact that Nexus came up in One Division and the fact that the TVA thing, I was kind of like, okay, well, that links it. Yeah, I was just uh, as you were talking about, it, I literally just typed into a search engine Marvel TVA meaning, and yeah, yeah. that comes up straight away. The Time Variance Authority. Yeah. Although interestingly, the second thing down is who is the villain in Loki. Yeah, normally Loki. Mephisto. <laughs> Potentially. So this could be a big... I wonder if... Yeah, I wonder if they're going to bring Mephisto in as kind of like the bad guy to all of these little mini-series. Well, he is going to be the big bad, yeah. you know, puppet master. But potentially, potentially, we don't know. This is going to be so um, much fun to find out. The final thing I just wanted to say, because I, I saw a lot of stuff about this. I saw a lot of people going mad, like, oh, I wish this was on Netflix and we'd get it all at once. As much as I love binging a show, like genuinely, I mm-hmm. do love sometimes just a rip through a show and it's fun. Yeah. I am loving that this is weekly episodic because it gives me an entire week with my fellow fans around the world to go deep diving into theories and craziness. Yep. Because even if we're wrong on 90% of them, it has been a lot of fun doing it. But oh, if they yes. released all the episodes in one go, within hours, we'd know. 
we'd know Mephisto was in it. We'd know that it the guy who's from the Fox long. universe who plays Quicksilver showed up. Yeah, you know, there's, because even if you try to avoid it in this modern age, it's bloody impossible. Because there would be a meme or a tweet or yeah, something yeah, somewhere, somewhere, like, oh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I'm happy with the way they're doing it. You know, I, I moan like hell about the Mandalorian being episodic. Yes. <laughs> because, yeah, but it's for the same reason. It's because I want to consume it and I want to watch this. But I am absolutely loving the, the the sheer amount of kind of the light that I'm seeing. And I'm also seeing it with people, you know. Yeah. Some of the discussion threads are like, oh, no, it's this. No, it's this. And it's not like people attacking each other. It's just people excited to be talking about this. Yeah. It's possibly because the world's in a kind of pandemic lockdown and we don't have a massive amount of other stuff to, <laughs> yeah. to do right now. But that's perfect. Yes. And it is it is given me and you, I mean, daily, I'm sort of messaging you going, dude, I've just, I've found just thought something. of something. I've yeah. just thought of something. See, I'm having so, this argument with my dad at the moment. Okay. My dad is waiting for the full series to come out. Oh, and what? then he'll just sit there and watch it all. Oh, and I keep saying, I'm like, why are you doing that? But I, like, I said to him, I was like, why are you doing that? He went, well, because then I can just watch the whole thing, can't I? And I'm like, yeah, but in the meantime, I've got nine weeks of wanting to turn around to you and go, yeah. it's the wrong Quicksilver! Like, yeah. come on, watch it! Nah, nah, I'll wait for it all to come out and then I'll just watch it all in one evening. And I'm like, oh, it's... Nah, that, that, nah I don't know why you do that. I mean, you're missing out on There's this. There's so much of it. Like, don't get me wrong, he's not exactly what I would call a social person. He wouldn't be online looking up, like, conspiracy theories and all that sort of thing. Like, yeah. He's the sort of person where he will just watch it for the enjoyment of watching it. Nah, so okay. he wants well, to I mean, watch it, it like everyone's, a movie. And I'm just saying yeah, that I want to slap him. If I was allowed to go around his house right now, he'd be like, <laughs> watch the damn show, come on! Mate, I've just remembered, I said to you a minute ago, like I, I messaged you with like stuff that comes through like a bolt of lightning. Yep. I've just remembered, I've not discussed the thing that yesterday literally like melted my brain. Yeah, come on. Um, so this, this is going to be the last thing. Apologies, everyone, this is running on a bit. Um, we talked about how disappointed we were that when Monica showed up to meet the scientist, um, it was, wasn't was Reed Richards. In all that disappointment and everything, I didn't think of anything. I didn't think of anything else. I just carried on. Yeah. Um, I was re-watching uh, a scene from the show because I wanted to try and check something. You know, like when they're stood in the science lab and there's a whiteboard. Yep. And you're kind of like, okay, I'm just going to pause it here because I want to just look at the board. <laughs> I want to see what's going on. Yep. Um, or if they've got a computer screen, you're like desperately trying to see what's written on it because you know there's going to be something. Yeah, there, it's like not just cataract. there for no reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah, spot on. So I'm watching the scene again and she actually says, oh, I need to talk to my science guy, uh, an, an engineering guy or like my guy. Yes. My guy, she says. And I'm kind of like, oh, hang on a minute. I've seen that reference somewhere recently. Where did I see that? And the, it's Captain Marvel. The the scroll, the scroll leader says, you're supposed to be my science guy. You know, what the hell? Um, and they, the scrolls are on Earth. We know that. We know that Nick Fury has had scrolls working with him this entire time. We also know in Spider-Man Far From Home, which is eight months into the future, the scrolls are there basically babysitting because Nick's taking some time off. Yeah. We know that the scrolls are about, and we know we have this scene where she arrives and this woman who's part of S.W.O.R.D., the military, and she says to her, you know, thank you for doing this. And she's like, well, you know, you were loyal to your mother. 
can you think of anyone else who'd be more loyal to to Monica's mother and obviously Captain Marvel? It's the scrolls. They literally were saved by them. I that think that little unit, that little unit we met that yeah, made scroll. that made that oh, thing, yeah. they're scrolls. That hit me like a bolt of lightning the other day and I messaged you, my friend Kaylee. I messaged a few other people as well who just replied, What? Shut up, nerd. You you and Kaylee were far kinder. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "Holy crap, this is so cool!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, my, my friend Kelly was like, "You're right. It's gotta be." Yeah, I, I do. I do sometimes fear that I've gone into this kind of like it can't just be a person. If it's not Reed Richards, it can't just be some other person. It has to be a scroll. You know, there it has, has to, to be, be something. A reason. Yeah, there has to be something. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on that. It could be because we do know that there is a TV series starring Nick Fury, uh, Samuel L. Jackson called secret invasion secret invasion is all about a a group of scrolls who aren't part of the you know the good guys if you like who infiltrate think of it a bit like when hydroid into you know infiltrated shield and we had civil war yeah you know within shield this is like that they've infiltrated government all over the country top top people and that series is going to deal with that comic book arc of basically Nick and his friendly scrolls hunting down the bad scrolls. <laughs> so we do know they are on Earth. We do know they are kind of everywhere, if you like. Yeah. So, again, if we're setting everything up, we're setting up the whole of Phase 4 here. Yep. There could be some scrolls. It's going to be fun. And that's it. Um, that's enough, I think. I think everyone listening now has got a headache. We will be back next week to break down everything that happens in episode eight. Who knows the how long it's going to be? Episode. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Or half hour. <laughs> um, until then, everybody, remember, it was Agatha all along. That's a wrap. killed Sparky too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week. <laughs> <laughs>